All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Good evening, folks, along with David Bracey. This is Hank Aaron, and we're doing Box Score Breakdown on December 3rd. David, how you doing? Hey, Hank, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Just getting caught up post-Thanksgiving, getting back in the swing of things here a little bit. Um, a lot of games tonight, so let's jump right into it. Uh, first game of the evening, we had Detroit going over to Cleveland cleaning up, taking out the Cavs, 127-94. So obviously a little bit of a blowout. Uh, keep, keep, keeps the minutes down for the starters. But over on the Pistons side, we got Blake Griffin in t- only 24 minutes, scoring 24 points, 8 of 13 from the field, 6 threes, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, but unfortunately no steals or blocks. Andre Drummond, 7 of 15 from the field, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals, 4 blocks, 17 points for him. So a monster night, especially with the defensive numbers. Tony Snell, not doing much in 22 minutes, 1 of 2 from the field, 3 rebounds, 2 points. Luke Kennard, 22 minutes, 3 of 9, 2 threes, and 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 8 points. So despite the low scoring, still contributing with some other stats. And um, over on the bench, we've got Christian Wood with 20 minutes, 4-4 from the field, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. So he's a deeply kind of a guy. Derek Rose, pretty productive in limited minutes, 22 minutes, but 12 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 2 rebounds, 9 assists. So decent uh, stats there. Obviously missed both of his threes, so you wish you get some there, but didn't happen tonight. Um, Langston Galloway had been pretty hot the last few weeks. 22 minutes for him, 5 of 8 from the field, 4 of 7 from the three-point line, 14 points. And then 
don't know how to really pronounce the name here, but Svitoslav Mikhailuk, 5 of 11 from the field, 3 threes, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 15 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. So, uh, deeply guy, somebody actually I own in the Hoop Ball Dynasty 2 League. So, I believe we've got 24 teams in that league. So, that's the amount of players it took for me to get him on my team. But, um, keep your eye on him. He is a shooter. Uh, if he gets a bigger role uh, on the team, he, he could be a deep league asset for threes. Uh, not quite there yet now, but um, Bruce Bound also in the starting lineup. Derrick neglected Rose to mention him. 19 minutes, 4 of 6 from the field. 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 9 points. So over on the Pistons side, we know about Griffin and Drummond. Luke Kennard has been a nice surprise so far this year. Uh, not, not major production tonight, but um, obviously the minutes were limited. The starters were limited due to the the blowout score so you know i'd I'd keep canard as a as a low-end guy in a 12-team league so certainly someone worth owning um and then as they get healthier maybe he won't be but it's certainly worth owning now not not you know might as well ride him out um langston galloway he got on the standard league radar the last few weeks uh as long as he gives you these kind of lines he's he's still there as a three-point specialist and a points guy so four threes 14 points uh, certainly, if that's what you're looking for at the end of a 12-team roster, uh, he's going to contribute. So um, that kind of runs us through the Pistons. you see anything else with them? No, I think that's about it. All right. What about the Cavs? All right. On the Cleveland side, uh, truly the only productive starter was Colin Sexton, and that's a pretty crazy thing to say given the fact that it's Colin Sexton. But 33 minutes and 22 points on 8-16 from the field, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, so definitely like the fact that he contributed some defensive stats tonight uh, again didn't have any three-pointers was 0 from 2 from the three-point line but um, definitely pretty solid stat line from tonight and out of the starting lineup he was the high scorer uh, Tristan Thompson 10 points on 4 of 11 from the field 14 rebounds um, one block no steals so again another strong double-double from Tristan Thompson uh, definitely hope you were able to take advantage of the sell high opportunity that you had on him but I definitely think that he'll maintain value um, as a top 100 guy for the rest of the season, especially given um, the next guy I'm going to talk about, which is Kevin Love. Uh, 21 minutes tonight, only eight points on three of seven from the field, two three-pointers, four rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, a steal and a block. Uh, Kevin Love is definitely a guy who I have concerns about, and I think the majority of people who own him do. Um, so I definitely think Tristan Thompson is one of those rare kind of handcuff situations on nights where Kevin Love is kind of quieter. You can expect Thompson to produce a stronger line, and that kind of rang true tonight. Uh, another starter, Osmond, Teddy Osmond, 25 minutes, 10 points on 4-6 from the field, uh, one three-pointer, no rebounds, no assists, one block, two turnovers. So, again, a pretty muted line from the majority of the starters. And the other starter, Darius Garland, 27 minutes, so only seven points on three of eight from the field. No threes, had one rebound, no defensive stats, um, and a turnover. So overall, the Cleveland starters tonight were pretty underwhelming, and that continues to be the issue uh, from a fantasy perspective for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Off the bench tonight, you had Kevin Porter Jr., who made a little bit of noise, 12 points on 5-11 from the field, had two three-pointers, seven rebounds, had an assist, no defensive stats, but perhaps in deeper league is a guy to kind of keep an eye on, especially uh, as the Cavs fall further and further out of playoff contention, maybe they'll kind of like cut him loose and see what he's got. And then Jordan Clarkson, uh, again, popcorn scorer off the bench, 20 minutes, only 10 points tonight on a 4 10 from the field, had two threes, had a rebound, two assists, two turnovers. Um, outside of that, the only other guy maybe you want to keep an eye on in a deeper league setting, Larry Nance, got 26 minutes tonight, uh, seven points, three or seven from the field, had a three pointer, which you love to see from a big man, four rebounds, five assists one turnover and two blocks. So as I said, maybe in a deeper league, uh, maybe a guy to keep an eye on, perhaps if Kevin Love ends up getting moved, they insert Lance into the starting lineup and that could pay dividends. But outside of that, not a whole lot from a fantasy perspective on the Cavs. What about, what do you think, Hank? I agree. Um, I think, like you said, the big question here is Kevin Love. Um, I think, like you said, people are concerned. And if he stays with the Cavs, everyone's going to be worried that he's going to get shut down. Um, but if he gets traded to a contender, then um, you know, then the uh, you know he kind of becomes a useful asset again, and the shutdown 
concerns will probably go away some, although he's still got some injury I concerns. Agree. So Kevin Love is an interesting guy. Uh, it's a weird – I don't know if you're really selling high or – it's just a risk-reward situation, but but in particular with what team he's going to end up with. So um, something to consider, but not much you can do because everyone already knows about all that. All right, let's go to the next game. We got the Magic visiting the Wizards. Um Magic pulled off the victory, 127-120. Over on the Magic side, we've got Aaron Gordon, 7 of 15 from the field, 18 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. So he's back and he's looking good. Jonathan Isaac, 5 of 13 from the field, hit a 3, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, 2 turnovers, 11 points total. Mr. Birch filling in a center while... Vucevic is out, uh, 0 of 1 from the field, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, 0 points, contributing in some other stat uh, categories, so you take what you can get there. Uh, Markel Fultz continuing his resurgence, 9 of 17 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 6 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers, 20 points total. Uh, season high for him, I, I believe maybe, maybe career high as well. Evan Fournier, 11 of 18 from the field, 31 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds, um, no steals, no blocks. So, uh, looks like, I mean, Cam Birch, while Vucevic is out, if, if you're not concerned about the points, he can be a decent source for rebounds and blocks. Other than that, Gordon, Isaac, Fultz, Fournier all need to be owned and um, are all pretty productive from a fantasy perspective. Off the bench, DJ Augustine, 29 minutes, 24 points on 7 of 9 shooting, 4-3, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. Um, he's kind of fallen off the standard league radar in a 14 or 16 team league. He's probably worth owning. Tough to own in a 12 team league. Mo Bamba, 2 of 4 from the field, 8 rebounds, 4 points, so not much there. Michael Carter-Williams, 1 of 5 from the field, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 5 assists, 5 points. Again, uh, not going to be worth owning in a 12 or 14 team league. <laughs> not a problem at all. Uh, on the Washington side, uh, they were pretty shorthanded tonight uh, without Mo Wagner, without Thomas Bryant, obviously without John Wall. Um, so they did what they can. On, and as far as that goes, Bradley Beal tonight, 41 minutes, 42 points on 16 and 30 from the field, had three threes, uh, seven and 10 from the free throw line, six rebounds, four assists a steal and three turnover. So a really, really big line from Beal tonight. Uh, you would have loved to see a little bit a little bit better proficiency from the free throw line, but you definitely love the points. Uh, you love the fact he contributed across the board. Rui inserted in the starting lineup, obviously, because they were shorthanded. Uh, got 38 minutes, 15 points on 6-12 from the field tonight. Didn't have any threes, but contributed six rebounds, four assists, and no defensive stats. So continues to just be a guy who's a little bit stronger suited for a points league setting, but definitely somebody who could have some short-term appeal with uh, the Wizards being so short-handed. Berton's another guy uh, who got started into a certain lineup and had a big line tonight. 40 minutes, 21 points on 7-16 from the field, four threes, three of three from the free throw line, five rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. So Berton's continues to be a guy who I think is truthfully a, a valuable guy in a standard league setting from this, the perspective of being a three-point specialist. Um, but in the short term, as I said, with them being so short-handed, I think that there's really a great opportunity for him to, to continue to have a couple more of these big lines. Uh, Bonga started small forward, 17 minutes and only contributed two points, six rebounds, a steal, and assist. Uh, pretty quiet line, not a whole lot to discuss with him. And then IT starting at point guard, which we finally love to see. It's night. It paid off. 34 minutes, 20 points on 8 of 14 from the field. Two three-pointers, five rebounds, seven assists, had a steal and a block three turnovers so it is going to be a guy i think who it's really just going to continue to be matchup based and tonight uh it suited him pretty well so definitely love to see that and then off the bench uh jordan mccray 26 minutes 10 points three or seven from the field had two three pointers had a rebound four assists had two steals no blocks and one turnover um, definitely a guy perhaps to keep your eye on again in the deeper setting. Uh, same could be said about Troy Brown, although I think McCray is kind of asserting himself as probably the more valuable guy there. Uh, Troy Brown tonight, only 20 minutes, five points, uh, no threes, had eight rebounds, had one assist um, and two steals. So outside of that, I really think those are going to be the only guys to talk about. And 
Um, the guy I talked about to really start it off, Mo Wagner, definitely if he's available in any leagues, I think that he's a, he's a must-add with Thomas Bryant being out for what's looking like p- perhaps three or more weeks. Uh, I think he'll be really, really strong. Any thoughts, Hank? I agree wholeheartedly. I think Wagner, uh, Wagner is absolutely a must-add right now. Uh, I think the same is true for Rui if he was flowing around on your waiver wires. Uh, he's someone to add. Bertans was already hot before uh, Bryant went down, so most likely he's already been picked up in your league if you're in a competitive 12-team league. Uh, but uh, if for some reason he's available, he's he's valuable, and even when Bryant comes back, he's still viable as a three-point specialist. I actually dropped him in a league, and, and I'm really regretting it now because <laughs> he, had, he had a cold spell <laughs> earlier in the season. I, it destroyed me. So... Um, you know this. He's he, he's averaging over three threes a game. So and that that was with Brian in the lineup. So I think he's someone to own regardless. But but like you said, Wagner and Rui both I think should be added now with Brian out. All right, let's hop over to the next game. We had the Heat pulling off the victory at Toronto in overtime. Uh, over on the Heat side, we got Myers Leonard with the start, but only 17 minutes. Three or four from the field, two threes, eight rebounds, two assists, eight points. Jimmy Butler, seven of 16, two threes, six of seven from the free throw line, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, one steal, three turnovers, so a nice triple-double for him. Duncan Robinson, good game for him, 22 points, eight of 11 from the field, six of nine from the three-point line, two rebounds, one assist, one block. Bam, seven of 13, four of four from the free throw line, which is great because he's been struggling from there. Uh, this season, so if I mean, he pulls his free throw percentage up, he's going to probably be a top 30 guy. Seven rebounds, one assist, one block, two turnovers, 18 points total. He got nine. Poor shooting night for him. Three of 16 from the field, 0 of 9 from the three-point line. Seven points, five rebounds, six assists, one block. Off the bench, Kelly Olynyk, 35 minutes, 6 of 12, three threes, six rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks, one turnover, 16 points. So Olynyk starting to make a little bit of noise. Uh, somebody that uh, can potentially be helpful in the 12-team league as long as he's. Then we've got um, Justice Winslow as well. 35 minutes, 8 of 17 from the field. One three-pointer, nine rebounds, four assists, one block, 17 points. So Justice kind of a, a, a fringy guy in a 12-team league. Uh, but if he's healthy, he can be he can be helpful as well. Uh, Jones Jr., 16 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field. Free throw line, one of three from the field, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, five points. Not really on the standard league radar, neither is Tyler Hero. Two of seven from the field, one three, one of one from the free throw line, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, no blocks, and a turnover. If there are injuries, as there have been earlier in the season, uh, we saw Hero um, make some noise. So if, if that does occur, he, he, he could be helpful, but... Um, not somebody that, that looks like he's going to be productive uh, with, with the way things are now with the team at full health. Um, Kelly Olenek had a slow start to the season, but he's really picked up four of the last five games. He's been pretty productive. Um, one of those five games, however, he only had six minutes. So it's a little bit of roulette, but if it's going to be four out of five productive games, then um, you know you take, you take what you can get. I think that... Um, Everyone else, uh, Duncan Robinson is someone who's been making a lot of noise recently as well. Uh, I think Duncan is is somebody that can can play on a twelve team league. Uh, he's he's productive in in the points. He's he's decent uh, with the percentages. So if if you need someone with some upside, he's 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 not the greatest ad, but he's a decent roll of the dice. So. Um, as long as he's getting the minutes, he probably maintained at least fringe value in 12-team leagues. Uh, David, what do you think about the Heat? Yeah, I definitely like your point about Robinson. I think if he's a guy floating around on your, wire, on your waiver wire, definitely roll the dice on him and kind of wait and see. Miami definitely could use the offensive output, and he's been looking pretty interesting. Okay, what about the Raptors? All right, for the Raptors, uh, so Kyle Lowry returned tonight and really, really struggled offensively. Uh, 12 points on only 2 of 18 from the field. No three-pointers on 11 attempts, which really is just, I mean, that kills you. Uh, it was perfect from the line, 8 of 8, 6 rebounds, 11 assists, had a steal, had a block, and one turnover. So 
Lowry, um, you know, was coming off of that, I believe it was a wrist injury. So probably just struggling to kind of find his rhythm. Nothing really panic about just, again, you know, the injury concerns with Lowry as an owner. Um, again, Mark Gasol, 33 minutes, but only 14 points. Um, had two threes, only three rebounds, two assists, and one block. So Gasol, I really don't think, is a standard league guy at this point. Um, that's truly unfortunate given how productive he used to be. Siakam, a pretty muted uh, double-double tonight, but still a double-double. 38 minutes, 15 points on 5 of 14 from the field. No three-pointers, 5 of 6 on the free throw line, 12 rebounds, and assists, and two turnovers with no defensive stats. Um, so just a quiet line from Siakam tonight. And then OG Ananobi really, uh, really kind of losing a lot of the steam that he was carrying in the beginning of the season here. Only 21 minutes, 6 points on 3 of 5 from the field, no three-pointers, three rebounds, two assists, no steals, and a block. Um Fred Van Vliet, though, continues to uh, really be the late-round steal of the draft, in my opinion, for this Toronto team. Um, 43 minutes, 19 points on 5-16 from the field. Everybody really struggled from the field tonight on Toronto. Uh, three three-pointers, had six assists, had a rebound, had three steals, and only one turnover. So definitely love the production that you're seeing from Van Vliet. We kind of expected him to take a step forward this year, and he definitely has done that. And then Norman Powell off of the bench, 34 minutes and 23 points, so definitely their strongest offensive player tonight. 8 of 14 from the field, four three-pointers, had eight rebounds, had an assist, had a steal, no blocks, and one turnover. Um, outside of that, the only other guy maybe worth mentioning would be Serge Ibaka. Got 22 minutes tonight, 13 points, four of eight from the field, had two threes, had nine rebounds, had two turnovers, had a block and no steals. Um, so definitely on a back end, perhaps 12-team league, that's a guy that you're going to want to continue to just kind of monitor. Um, but again, between the confusing situation going on with Toronto's um, front court, I, I really can't see a guy who's too valuable outside of Siakam in that menagerie between Marc Gasol, Serge Ibaka, and Bobby Boucher, who got no minutes tonight, Chris Boucher. So what about you? Uh, I'm with you. I think Siakam is obviously very valuable and, and, and very good in real life as well. Uh, Gasol and Ibaka are both uh, kind of end-of-roster guys. Ibaka a little bit more valuable so far than Gasol, but I think either one of them, again, in a 12-team league, I probably would, wouldn't would mind either one of them as you know, one of the last guys on the bench, especially if you need a big, um, if you need help with, mm-hmm. with blocks or, or rebounds. So... Um, seems like that neither one of them is going to get big minutes. So unless there's an injury or a trade, it doesn't look like there's much upside for either one of them either. But at the same time, at least the floor is going to be around you know 150. So you know either one of them is is at least rosterable in a, in a 12 team league, if not really too desirable. And I think Boucher, like you said, he's, he's not even playing anymore. So if, if they're healthy, he's off the radar altogether. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the next game here. We've got the Mavericks going into to New Orleans and, and just cleaning up. Uh, Dwight Powell, 26 minutes, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 1 steal. Chris Stapps, Porzingis, continuing his poor shooting campaign. 2 of 11 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 5 blocks, 7 points. Dorian Finney-Smith, 3 of 8 from the field. One, one of one from the free throw line. No threes, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, seven points. Luka Doncic uh, just continuing his torrid, torrid season so far. Nine of 18 from the field. Five of 12 from the free th- uh, three-point line. Ten of 13 from the free throw line. 18 rebounds, five assists, four turnovers. So uh, just monster numbers from Luka. He didn't get too much in the defensive. Yeah, he didn't get anything in the defensive categories tonight. He didn't get the best free throw percentage either, but... Uh, overall, he's been a really pleasant surprise in fantasy from my perspective. I thought he'd be held on more with his percentages, but he's been good in free throw and field goal. And um, really a steal if anyone got him where you know at his average draft position. Tim Hardaway Jr., 25 minutes, 5 of 11 from the field, two threes, three, three rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, 12 points. So Hardaway was really hot for a couple weeks. I uh, got picked up in a lot of leagues. Still, um, you know, not the worst line tonight as a three-point specialist, as a points guy. Can work in a 12-team league, but is not going to keep up those big lines that he had. Off the bench, Maximilian Kleber, 
21 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field, 2 threes, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 4 rebounds, 1 block, 12 points. Uh, DeLon Wright, 24 minutes, 1 of 6, 1 of 3 from the three-point line, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 1 turnover. So he had a big line against the Lakers last game. Uh, not as productive in the points tonight, but 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 1 3. Uh, I, technically good enough for 12-team. Seth Curry, 27 minutes tonight, 6 of 11 from the field, 19 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. So a uh, good line from him tonight, but not enough on the season and too many good players for him to really be a 12-team asset. Uh, we talked about the lawn right some last week. Um I think his value is pretty fringy in 12-team leagues, but there's enough upside, and, and I think there's enough potential for him to improve that even as a low-end guy, I, I have him, and I'm, I'm keeping him rostered for now. Uh, anything you see on the Mavericks? No, I think that covers it. Okay, how about the Pelicans, who are still without Zion and still with no clear timeline on his return? Yeah, which is really unfortunate, but I mean, we kind of expected as much, and we know whenever he does come back, he's definitely going to be eased back into action, to say the least, but the Pelicans did what they could tonight, um, so we can start off with Drew Holiday. Uh, Drew Holiday, who actually started at the small forward position tonight, which was interesting. 36 minutes, 18 points on 8 of 18 from the field, uh, 2 of 6 in the free throw line, which is just horrendous. Four rebounds, four assists, two turnovers, two blocks, and no steals, Um Drew definitely uh, has been has been kind of up and down to say the least to begin the season, but he is historically a slow starter, and we're really just hoping that if he can get his percentages on track, everything else will follow. So, um, in regards to that, Brandon Ingram tonight was the man of the hour, which he continues to be and carry the Pelicans offensive. Thirty six minutes, uh, twenty four points on eight to sixteen from the field, had a three seven to seven from the three point or from the free throw line. I'm sorry, six. Six assists, five rebounds, three steals, a block, and only one turnover. So, I know that we have we've talked about Ingram. Uh, we and kind of said that we're we're expecting uh, some of his production to kind of come back down to reality when uh, the Pelicans are perhaps at full strength. But maybe this is just uh, the new and improved Brandon Ingram because he, he's really looking strong this season. Jackson Hayes got the start at center with Derek Favors out of the lineup as well as Julio Okafor out of the lineup and got 25 minutes, uh, nine points on four or five from the field. Uh, I'm sorry, eight assist or eight rebounds, I should say, no assists and no defensive stats. Uh, so definitely a guy in a deep league setting to keep an eye on. Definitely a dynasty league guy that you want to keep an eye on. Really good, athletic, big man. JJ Redick, 30 minutes, got 12 points on five of 15 from the field. No two three pointers, six forces, no defensive stats, only one turnover. Um, again, as the Pelicans are kind of, you know injured and banged up jj reddick is definitely going to have a little bit more value right now but i think he will hold value throughout the regular season as a three-point specialist in the deeper league um and then lonzo ball started the point guard tonight 30 30 minutes only six points on 212 from the field had two three-pointers had six rebounds had three assists one turnover and no defensive stats um not a whole lot of production from lonzo um, and then off the bench, you got Josh Hart, 26, min- 26 minutes, uh, 11 points on four of eight from the field, had three three-pointers, six rebounds, one turnover, no assists, no defensive stats. So kind of came back down to earth after a couple double-doubles. Um, Nicole Melli, 21 minutes, of only seven points on three of seven from the field, had only one three-pointer, eight rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, a steal and a block. Again, perhaps a more of a deeper league guy. And with uh, the back, or I'm sorry, the front court for the Pelicans being so banged up, he's going to have some value. Outside of those guys, really not seeing a whole lot from uh, the Pelicans. What about you, Hank? I'm with you. I think they are banged up. And, uh, I mean, it looks like, you know, like you said, Brandon Ingram has been doing well. It's not really slowing down much. And it's not clear when Zion's going to come back. And even when everyone comes back, it seems like he's going to keep his production going. So, um, I think if, if you got him, you probably got him at a really nice discount. And I think you're going to be really happy with him throughout the year. Um, I think you covered the rest of it. Uh, I think we can go on to the next game. But before we do, we'd like to remind you that this podcast, like all of our other shows, is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com 
or on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee or on Twitter at High Kona Coffee, H-I-K-O-N-A-C-O-F-F-E-E. I drink High Kona during each of our podcasts and I do not go to sleep afterwards. So um, let that, let's move on to the next game. We've got the Rockets at the San Antonio Spurs. This was a double overtime thriller. Uh, starting off with the Rockets here, I'm looking at P.J. Tucker, who's been doing great for me this year. Um, I'm looking at his minutes, 52. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody with a five in the front of his minutes. So 52 minutes for him, four of eight in the field, <laughs> two threes, seven or nine rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks, 10 points, only one turnover. Um, I mean, this is obviously the minutes were not going to be that high, but he's still averaging in the upper 30s in general without the overtimes. But this is a perfect example of why he's so valuable and why he's so sneaky because two threes, three blocks, two turnovers, or two, two threes, three steals, two blocks, one turnover. And he's only got 10 points, so it doesn't really jump out. Nine rebounds doesn't really jump out. Um, but he just racks it up in the... In the um, money counter statistics so uh if you got tucker he's been a big surprise this year and uh he may have one of those robert covington type years where robert covington had it i think two seasons ago where he was in the top 30 with also similar types of stats where just the steals threes blocks just boosted the value really high uh clint capella nine of nine from the field so perfect from the field four of six from the free throw line 21 rebounds 22 points so he has been just a rebounding machine over the last month uh two assists one steal two blocks so any concerns that he was going to slow down or have his rebounding numbers reduced with westbrook um turns out those concerns were overstated and and he's just going to keep it going as an early round asset russell westbrook poor shooting night tonight 7 of 30 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. He hit a 3, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 5 turnover, 19 points. So this is kind of the, unfortunately, the Russell Westbrook classic three uh, triple-double where, you know, he gives you the triple-double, but he, he brings in some very bad field goal percentage. He brings in a lot of turnovers. At least tonight he didn't bring in poor free throw percentage as well. So, um he started out the year pretty good from the field. He's regressed since then. Uh, looks like he, he may have another poor poor field goal campaign. James Harden, also poor from the field. 11 of 38. Only 4 of 20 from the free throw line. But at least he made up 4 from the free throw line with a NBA record. 24 of 24 from the free throw line. This is the highest um, regular season Free throws made without a miss. There's also Dirk Nowitzki did it in the playoffs as well. 50 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals, no blocks, 4 turnovers. So just a monster line from from James Harden despite the poor field goal percentage. Ben McLemore getting the start, 27 minutes, 4 of 9 from the field, 3 threes, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 1 block, 11 points. Off the bench, Austin Rivers had 40 minutes, 6 of 8 from the field, 5 three-pointers, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block, 3 turnovers. So uh, with the Rockets, we know what's going on. Four of the starters here, Tucker, Capella, Westbrook, Harden, obviously must own, must start. Uh, McLemore, not really on the standard league radar. Daniel House has been injured. Uh, Gordon is obviously out. Austin Rivers taking a lot of minutes tonight. But not enough to really get on the standard league radar for me. Um, not really much else going on with the Rockets. What do you see with the Spurs? All right, on the Spurs side, uh, Lonnie Walker stole the show tonight. So I'm going to have to start with him. Even though he was off the bench, got 34 minutes, 28 points on 10 of 18 from the field, had four three-pointers, had four rebounds, no assists, three steals, and a block. Um, so really, really strong line from Lonnie Walker tonight. I'm sure that most people are going to look at him in a deeper league setting, a 12-team league setting, but maybe he's going to come in here and kind of insert himself into uh, the conversation in that in that starting guard mix because between the backcourt of Deontay Murray and Derek White, I really can't tell who it's going to be on any given night basis. Um, 
So we can go back to Derek White thing because he got the starting nod tonight, 25 minutes, so only 12 points on five and nine from the field, had a three-pointer, had one rebound, had three assists, and no defensive stats. So didn't do a whole lot with those starting minutes. And then uh, starting next to him, Brent Forbes got 36 minutes and capitalized, got 25 points on 10 and 13 from the field, five threes, um, two rebounds, four assists, and two turnovers. So definitely continues to be that three-point specialist um, that I'm sure that most people were, were targeting and projecting him as. Pirtle started tonight with LaMarcus Aldridge out of the lineup and got 41 minutes, six points, three of six from the field. 15 rebounds is really, really strong. Five assists, one steal, and five blocks. So definitely we saw some glimpses of this when he was in Toronto, um, and we have seen some glimpses of this in the limited minutes that he has been given in San Antonio, but we know that his blocks upside is very, very high. So depending on how long this injury keeps Aldridge sidelined, definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Rudy Gay got the nod at power forward, 22 minutes, 14 points on 4-12 from the field. No three-pointers, 6-6 on the free throw line, four, I'm sorry, five rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, a steal and a block. And then DeMar DeRozan got 40 minutes tonight, 23 points on 9 of 25 from the field, which is just really not great. Five of six in the free throw line, five rebounds, nine assists, three turnovers, no defensive stats as you grow to be accustomed uh, to with DeMar DeRozan. So that's really all that all the production I'm seeing from the Spurs tonight. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Poltel. Um I mean, obviously Aldridge is out, so – if you know Aldridge comes back in and just his minutes go down, then he's not going to be a standard league guy. But uh, like you said, we saw this in Toronto. The per minute stats with the rebounds and blocks can make him interesting. And uh, like again, you talked about it: Murray, Forbes, uh, White, uh, Walker. Kind of a crowded backcourt. But if Walker can step up, maybe he can be a fantasy asset too. So uh, it's interesting team to keep their eye on. If anyone can kind of emerge and and solidify a strong role on this team, then uh, you know they could be worthwhile ads. All right, let's finish up the evening here with a couple of LA teams. Uh, we had the uh, Lakers visiting the Nuggets, coming off uh, a loss that snapped their long win streak, but they got right back on the horse tonight, a hundred and five to ninety six victory. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis kind of a night, 25 points, 9 of 18 from the field, 1 of 3 uh, from the three-point line, 6 of 9 from the free-throw line, a little bit low, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, no steals, 1 block. So good night for him, you know, but by his own standards, probably disappointing. LeBron James, 25 points on this very similar 9 of 18 from the field, 1-3 as well, 6 of 6 from the free-throw line, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, no steals, no blocks, 4 turnovers. JaVale McGee, 14 minutes tonight, 4.6 rebounds, one one block. Danny Green had a nice 31 minutes but didn't do much with it. Only 2 of 12 from the field, 1 of 7 from the free throw line, 5.7 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals to salvage the line a little bit. And then Cantavius Caldwell-Pope, 32 minutes, 4 points, 3 steals, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. So not a great night for him. Off the bench, you had Dwight Howard, 5 of 8 from the field, 3 of 8 from the free throw line, 13.6 rebounds, 2 blocks. Kuz, only 19 minutes, 2 of 6 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 turnovers. Um, So with the Lakers, obviously we know about Davis and James. Um, Danny Green is kind of a low-end guy. Uh, As long as he's getting 30-plus minutes, it's, it's good for him. Uh, he's going to plot his way with the threes, the steals, the low turnovers, the good percentages, although you didn't get that tonight. So he's not going to have big lines, but he can quietly contribute as a low-end guy in a 12-team league. Uh, Dwight Howard, uh, he's been a sneaky low-end guy this year, mostly because he's staying off the free-throw line. Unfortunately, he did get to the free-throw line, 3 of 8. Uh, it also looks like he took a three-pointer. That may have just been an end-of-the-quarter heave. I'm not sure. But uh, he may be also trying to expand his game. So uh, we'll have to look into that a little bit more. Anything, uh, Rajon Rondo, four of six from the field, two threes, six rebounds, six assists, 11 points. Um, He could be used in a 12-team league if you need assists. Otherwise, uh, not going to be much of a value. Anything you see else with the Lakers here? Uh, No, my only other comment would be, did you see that putback dunk from Caruso tonight? My God. 
I didn't see it tonight, but I've I've seen him do it in the past. He is a he is a vicious stalker. They don't. I mean, they're not yes, gonna call is. him. They're not gonna call <laughs> yes, him. They're not gonna call him Bald Mamba for no reason. You know, you don't get a nickname like that unless you're. That's true. It. You gotta you gotta earn that name, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you see with the Nuggets? All right, on the Denver side, uh, tonight they were just rolling hard with the starters because nobody else even cracked 20 minutes. So we'll start up top. Jamal Murray, uh, the leading scorer tonight, 22, 22 points in 35 minutes, 8 of 17 from the field, no three-pointers, which is pretty surprising for Murray. Perfect from the free throw line, 6 of 6, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a turnover and a block. Um, so definitely surprised that there were no three-pointers made by Murray tonight, only three attempts, but... Uh, you definitely know all his strengths. Um, kept the turnovers low, contributes across the board, and a really, really strong guard. Gary Harris, 32 minutes, um, and continued to not really do a whole lot with them. Nine points, only four nine from the field. Had a three pointer, had one rebound, had one steal, no blocks, no assists. Um, again, Gary Harris is one of those guys who a couple seasons ago was really, really valuable, and I think because of the injuries and now it's becoming a much more talented Nuggets team, he's just he's really kind of become an odd man out. Um, and then in relation to that, a guy who's not helping Gary Harris's cause is Will Barton. Will Barton got 37 minutes tonight, five, five points, only two of 11 from the field, had a three pointer, six rebounds, four assists, no turnovers, a steal, no blocks. So Barton is definitely a guy who in a points league setting is going to be much stronger. Um, I think that in the standard league setting, he can have some value, but really the issue is with Barton is the fact that he will cannibalize the offensive uh, value of a lot of other really strong players. And I think that that is, is really uh, what's contributing to the decline offensively of Nikola Jokic, who we can go ahead and go right over to at 34 minutes, but only 13 points on 4 of 12 from the field. Really, really struggled tonight. Maybe we'll attribute that to the combination of Anthony Davis and LeBron James pestering him all night, but he has definitely been struggling offensively. Um, five of six from the free throw line is strong. Five rebounds, eight assists, five turnovers, three steals, and no blocks. So his block totals this season have really, really disappeared. His offensive numbers are down. Um, still getting strong assist numbers from the center position, which you love to see. But other than that, definitely a lot of alarms going off right now for owners of Nikola Jokic and then Paul Millsap. Tonight, renaissance renaissance man. 20, 29 minutes, 21 points, 8 of 14 from the field. Had two three-pointers. Had eight rebounds, two assists, had a steal and a block with three turnovers. So really with this Nuggets team, uh, it's going to be really, really difficult to know who is going to shine at that power forward slot, small forward slot. Some nights it's going to be Millsap. Some nights it's going to be Barton. Other nights we have Jeremy Grant coming in and making noise. But tonight only 18 minutes and five points on two of four from the field with two rebounds, two assists, and one block, no steal. So Truthfully, um, you know who the guys to own are on this team, and you know in what settings it is with Nikola Jokic. Really, you're going to just have to continue to, I guess, hold down the fort and hope that you can weather this storm of him really struggling on the offensive end because at this point, I think, really to sell on him, you're, you're really going to be cutting yourself out. So what are your thoughts? I agree, and, and I'm even, like I said, I, I think I mentioned last week, I'm a little more aggressive than you. I would, I would suggest, uh, floating some some offers out there, see if you could buy low on him. Um, I think he's a good bet to get it together uh, down the line, and, and he's he's started slow so many times before. So um, I definitely wouldn't recommend selling low, and and I would recommend, in fact, trying to buy low if you can. Um, I also, I mean, you covered Gary Harris, but it's very interesting that he's getting a lot of minutes, but just the production still is not there. So. Um, I mean, he's probably available on your waiver wire. Uh, if you want an upside flyer, he's not a bad not a bad option because you're not going to be giving anything up. And if he continues to be a pro- poor producer, you can always cut him. So um, in terms of upside flyer, I, I, I kind of like Gary Harris. The only concern I have with the Nuggets is that if you're in a um, kind of Yahoo standard schedule, they have a bad playoff schedule. So... Um, that's one thing that I don't like about the Nuggets this year is their playoff schedule. But um, if you're in a, you know, if you've got a different playoff schedule than what's typical, it could be okay. But I think Harris, he, he's he's not producing much. He's really at the end of a 12, uh, 12 team value. But he he is a kind of interesting upside flyer if he could somehow get it together because he is getting the minutes. 
Yeah, he they're they're force feeding them the minutes, and that's why I think one of the most frustrating parts about his his lack of production in them. Yeah, it's it's weird. All right, before we get to the last game of the evening, we'd like to remind everyone about the Bruce Letter. This is a uh, special newsletter produced by our founder, Aaron Bruski. It's exclusive. You will not find it anywhere else. It's not on the website. It's not on any podcast. It's only on the newsletter. So please sign up. Hoop-ball.com slash newsletter and sign up. It comes in a few. Uh, you know, It takes only a few seconds to sign up. And the newsletter has got fantasy advice. It's got real-life NBA analysis. It's got some other quirks and an insight from Aaron uh, and and just just it's an interesting read and it's something that we recommend everyone check out uh, sign up it's once a week it's a fun thing to do and it only takes you know 10-15 minutes to go through it now last game of the night we had the Blazers visiting the Clippers uh, over on the Blazers side it's, it was a 20 point victory for the Clippers uh, the game was somewhat close until the third quarter and then Clippers kind of Built up a little cushion and never let up. Carmelo Anthony, 2 of 9 from the field, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 assist, 9 points. Hassan Whiteside coming off of that massive 10-block game, 18 points, 13 rebounds, 1 block. 8 of 12 from the field, though. That's 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 pretty good if you own him. Dame Lillard, only a 5 of 15 from the field, 2 threes, 16 points, 7 assists, 1 steal, no blocks. C.J. McCollum, 9 of 17 from the field, 20 points, 3 assists, 1 block. Rodney Hood was not good in the hood tonight. 2 of 8 from the field, two, uh, 3 rebounds, 1 turnover, no steals, no blocks, 4 points. Uh, Anthony Simons off the bench, 5 of 12, 6 assists, 11 points. Kent Bazemore, 9 of 16, excuse me, 19 minutes, 3 of 6. Nine points, four rebounds, two steals, three blocks. So a little bit of defensive stats from him, but still hard to own him in a standard league. Scala Bissieri, four of six from the field, nine rebounds, one assist, one block, eight points. So not much standard league value for him either. Um, Nasir Little, you know, somebody that was a little bit of a, you know making some noise at least for fourteen or sixteen team consideration. 0 of 3 tonight, 0 points, 3 rebounds, 1 steal, no blocks, 1 turnover. So not necessarily a massively hyped guy in the last month, but was getting a little bit of buzz, but that's going to you know, kill any any buzz with him. So any other any other thoughts with the Blazers? No, truth, I think that you covered it. All right, let's and and keep in mind the Clippers are probably the best defensive team in the league, so you're not going to usually get big fantasy numbers from their opponents. All right, what do you got with the Clips? Yeah, absolutely, that's a great, great point. Um, for the Clippers tonight, uh, Kawhi Leonard played, so that's a good time. 20, 28 minutes. Not for uh, me because I'm playing against him, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you on that. I want some load management. This uh, week. Come on. Yeah, we'll see. You know it's coming. <laughs> it's oh, it's coming. They've got a back to back on Sunday and Monday, so hopefully to... it gets the Sunday game. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I had two three pointers, three or four from the free throw line, nine nine rebounds, five assists, two steals, and only one turnover. So, like I said, uh, when he plays, Kawhi's Kawhi's strong. I struggled from the field tonight, but he's a strong fantasy player. Um, it's really just about him getting the minutes and and playing. So continue to monitor that situation uh mo harkless started the power forward tonight and truthfully did absolutely nothing with the minutes uh 22 minutes zero points on only two attempts from the field had one rebound had one assist and no defensive stats so not a whole lot to discuss right there zubach uh started at the center position 14 minutes four points only one of four from the field had three rebounds and two blocks uh, again not a whole lot to discuss paul george 28 minutes, 25 points on 9 of 14 from the field. Had six three-pointers, which is excellent. Uh, one and two from the free throw line. Four rebounds, three assists. Uh, surprisingly, no steals and no blocks from PG tonight and two turnovers. So, George, I mean, we know how strong of a fantasy player Paul George is. There were some concerns early this season with the shoulder injury and the fact that he was going to not be starting the season off with the Clippers. But I think all those concerns are long in the rear view, and he's looking like he's going to have a really strong season this year. 
Um, and then Patrick Beverly started in point guard, 28 minutes, 11 points on four or five from the field, had two three-pointers, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, no blocks, and a turnover. So Pat Bev, we know what he does. He's going to be kind of a pest who's going to contribute in, in, uh, in, in various arrays of ways uh, across the board, not, not in high volume, but in enough to be serviceable in, in, in most settings. And then off the bench, Lou Will, uh, 25 minutes, only nine points tonight, and 414 from the field, had no three-pointers. Four rebounds, seven assists, three turnovers, and a steal. So, quiet line from Lou. And then my guy, Montrez, 29 minutes, 26 points on 11 and 13 from the field. So strong. Love it. Four and 12 from the free throw line. Not the strongest. Hate to see that. Nine rebounds, an assist, a steal, no blocks, and no turnovers. So, like I said, I mean, I personally love the guy. I love the the offensive outburst that he's going to continue to have off the bench in the starting lineup, really wherever they put him throughout the season, with Kawhi and PG playing with them out of the lineup, I, I truthfully don't think that it's going to matter. And I think he's really going to be one of the more valuable late-round to mid-round guys that you were able to draft this season, really with the, the biggest boon on his value being his free throw percentage. Um, and the only other guy maybe worth discussing tonight, Patrick Patterson got 25 minutes, 19 points on 6 of 10 from the field, five three-pointers, eight rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, a steal, no blocks. So tonight it was Patrick Patterson uh, at the power forward who who was the more productive player some nights. I guess it's going to be Mo Harkless. Uh, again, that's just going to kind of be a situation that you're just going to have to watch and monitor. And I think, truthfully, the only reason that Patrick Patterson was kind of the hot hand tonight is because Jermichael Green was out of the lineup. Perhaps once he comes back into the lineup, again, it kind of becomes a crowded area that you might just want to avoid altogether. Yeah, I think you're covered. I think with the Clippers, we know who's who's valuable there. And um, and they've got quite a few valuable guys, so um, it covers it pretty well. Um, really not much else to add with them. So with that, we are wrapped up on tonight. David, what, uh, what else do you got going on this week? Uh, tune in on Thursday. I'll be back for another uh, box score breakdown. And other than that, just hit me up with all your fantasy questions on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, yeah, that'd probably help, right? <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is DFB underscore three. Get at me. All right. I'm Hank Aaron 26. So you can DM me. You can see, see you know, send me whatever you got. I'll be happy to answer anything. Drops, ads, trades, uh, whatever you got uh, for us. Hit us up and, and we're happy to help and we're happy, happy to answer. All right. With that, we are wrapped up for this week. I will see you next week, David. And thank you all for joining us this week. Send us your questions on Twitter, and we'll be back next week. Have a good night, everyone. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.